0: So interesting question from crusader rabbits over on youtube about freelancing being feast or famine i wanted to address because this is pretty common i don't want to say misconception but a pretty common thought among people who are looking to get into freelancing It's it's sort of interesting when you look at the difference between people who are looking to get into freelancing or maybe even trashing freelancing versus the people who actually freelance and we'll look at some of those statistics here as we go through this but I think it's a pretty common thought among people who are looking to get into freelancing that freelancing is feast or famine there's these ups and downs in terms of income. So let me dive into his question and then some my response and another response I thought was really good. So he said I would like to hear Morris's reasons why he likes freelancing and help motivate me to learn. I think it might be like feast or famine. One week you have no clients, but then the next uh next you are swamped. That means a person needs to ride the waves as they come because you might not have another wave for a while. And, you know, there there can be some truth in that in the sense that you have to be a little bit smarter with your income because you're not like with a regular job, you're not getting just sort of a a regular same amount of paycheck every week, right? It depends on the work that you do. Depends on how hard you work. That has some disadvantages in terms of you can make less one month, but also has some advantages in terms of you know, your income in a month is can be go as high as you really want it to, or as you're able to get it. So it's true that in my freelancing career, I've had months where you know bad months where I was down around five or six thousand a month in terms of income, but I've also had months where I was up around. Twelve or thirteen or fourteen thousand dollars a month in income. So th- th- there there's both are possible, and usually it came down to just how much I wanted to work in a particular month. So there is some truth to that, but my response to him was, and I, I you know I've sort of talked about this before, but you know freelancing isn't for everybody. It really does come down to what you value more, freedom or security. And I really feel like to each their own. There are people, and and my wife has really taught me this. There are people who are perfectly fine working a job, getting that steady paycheck. It doesn't make them feel (laughs) like their soul is dying or they're less of a person or whatever, and they're perfectly fine doing that. And so I, you know, over the years, of I've gotten older, just to each their own, if that's what matters to you, that's what you value more Then by all means. But as I said in the video that he commented on multiple times, if you build a real business around your freelance services, you really don't have as much of those ups and downs as you might think. Not in terms of at least potential. Uh, the work is there if you want it. It just really comes down to if you actually want to put in the work and, and make the money uh, if you build a real, freelance or a real business around your freelance services. So he responded, he said, as I get older, job security becomes the biggest issue. But this perhaps one of the best industries for security anyway, which is true. Even working in office for a web company is no guarantee for job security. The best guarantee is creating a solid uh, reputation, et cetera. And I, I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing that people are starting to realize more and more that that I've, t- I've done videos on this before, but job security is sort of an illusion. And the big thing for me when it comes to security is when I'm working for someone else, I mean, that business could go up in flames just as quick as my freelance business could. The difference is is that when it comes to my freelance business, I run the show. I have control. Whereas when I'm working for someone else and I've I've experienced this. I've worked for companies who had rough times and it affected me and there were consequences to me and there was literally nothing I could do about it. And that again, that's the big thing for me, is I have no control. There's there's not a ton I can do in a lot of these businesses. The bigger the business is, the more that is true. And so for me, I just feel more secure trusting myself and relying on my own intuition and my own skill set and so forth. And to me, that's that's really the only security that I will count on. So Sir Joseph sort of followed up and said, one thing that turned me on to working from home is the fact that job security does not exist anymore anyone can fire you for any reason and there's nothing you can do about it can't get unemployment can't sue the company i go on and on in-house jobs are dying but the 23rd is will be more rare to work at in-house job than what we are doing now this is why i have such an emotional stake in freelancing and learning to make a living having an internet-based business will only be uh, that it will be only that way in 10 to 15 short years and that's again we've I've looked at statistics in the past studies that freelan upwork and freelancer union have done, and the trend is by i think it was twenty twenty thirty twenty twenty five or twenty thirty that the majority of people at least in the United States will work as freelancers, not sort of regular wage jobs for a company, et cetera So when he says that, there's actually statistics that that back that up so anyway, that was sort of the discussion I wanted to to bring in a few other things that I thought might help give you some sense of what's you know what the truth is here. So this is one of the studies that uh, is mentioned when I talk about the difference between people who are looking to get into freelancing versus people who actually freelance. Uh, this is one of the things that uh, the Upwork and freelancers union study found is that sort of stability as they say is being redefined. Freelancers increasingly think that having a diversified portfolio of clients is more secure than one employer. That sixty three percent agree, which is up ten points from twenty sixteen, and freelancers who actually freelance have an average of four point five clients per month. So, again, the idea is is that having multiple clients, if one of those goes away, if you if you're, you're first off right off the bat, you're not losing your entire income. Whereas if you work for a single employer and get fired, or the company goes belly up, or whatever, you lose your entire income. Second thing is is again, if you're building a real business around your freelance services. You can quickly replace that one client and, and you're back to where you were. So it doesn't hurt you all that much. So again, a, people who actually freelance more and more are starting to see that as more secure than just working for a single company, no matter how big it is. And to just give you a sense, this is a look at, uh, my support desk and I, I act, really don't actively promote my services anymore. For People have asked me this. I have a client that uh, I work for on Retainer. They have more than enough work for me. And I've just done, worked with that one client for solely for several years now. And I do my teaching stuff and so forth. But prior to that, I was actively doing all the things that we're talking about here. And this is just a look at sort of my support desk and the amount of quote requests that I would get on a monthly basis. Now, the thing to keep in mind in here, first off, this is just my support desk. This doesn't account Upwork at all, where with Upwork at sort of the height of when I was working over there, I was getting between 20 and 30 job invites a month. To the point I actually had, I had to literally turn off my availability because I was turning down all of those and that starts to hurt you over there. So uh, there was all of that. Plus, you know, I was getting from my own website in May here, five quote requests uh, in June three, July three, August four, September two, you know, October, uh, three, whatever. And the thing to keep in mind here is that you know f- for these i I can only do maybe two a month. So uh, you know if you look at May, three of those projects I would have to either turn down or I'd have to push them to the next month. I actually did this beforehand just so I didn't have to do it live here. But if you went through this and I and let's say every one of these people were fine with being put on a waiting list and I pushed them out to when I would be available to do them, by the time you got to October, I would have would have had a five-month waiting list, right? So again, and this is all just about creating a real business around your freelance services, putting out content, uh, you know, uh, uh, building an email list, all these sorts of things, building a real business around it. When you do that, you can get to a point where you just have, you you couple this with what was going on in Upwork. There's just way more work than what it could take on a daily basis or on a monthly basis. So there really isn't any ups and downs. The only real ups and downs are how much work I want to do that month. So again, that sort of thing is possible. So, Anyway, that's really all I wanted to throw out there is just a lot of people who are new into or or think about getting freelance thinks think that it's really is just feast or famine and you there's nothing you can do and you're completely beholden to the ups and downs when that's not really necessarily the case. You can build a real business around this and avoid that. And again, a lot of freelancers who actually do that truly believe that that is more having a portfolio of clients is more stable than working for a single employer. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, when I talk about building a real business around your freelance services, again, that's the thing that I talk about in my new beginner's guide to freelance course. Uh, about 10 lessons on here where we're going to go through a couple hour uh, course where we're going to go through and talk about things like how to figure out what services you can offer, you know, how to find people who are willing to hire you, how to sell your services without having to be you know, slimy or become some sales genius and read a thousand books and all that sort of thing. how to build your business as a sustainable long term business that you can hand down to your kids or sell at some point or whatever it's really the big rocks, the strategy of of methodically building your business month after month, year after year uh to give you sort of the path to follow and it's essentially teaching you everything that that I learned along the way to get to the point where I was getting you know, multiple quote requests for big three, $5,000 projects. Those quote requests are for three, $5,000 projects, depending on which one it was. So for getting multiple quote requests for that kind of thing, getting invites on Upwork, all that sort of stuff. So if that's something you're interested in, you can learn more about that course at johnmorrisonline.com slash freelance. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.